Hello, friends. Hello, zebras. This is a first podcast of its kind. First, let's shout out the one sponsor right now because uh, three of the sponsors are actually on this podcast. But I want to shout out the Harlequin Pepper Yoga. That's H-A-R-L-E-Q-U-I-N. No, not Harley Quinn. Harlequin Pepper Yoga. I, I love yoga. Something I, I do personally myself. Harlequin Pepper Yoga is a vinyasa style of yoga rooted in science. Focusing on functional movement and anatomical alignment, Aaron, who teaches Harlequin Pepper Yoga, is in downtown Hollidaysburg. You can find her at 320 Allegheny Street in downtown Hollidaysburg. Uh, also on in the App Store for your iPhone or on Google Play, Harlequin Pepper Yoga. You can search Harlequin Pepper Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. You can call her at 814-931-9815. Get your body right. Yoga works, and Aaron really knows what she's doing. So um, that's one of the sponsors. The other three sponsors are actually on this podcast. This is an awesome episode, the first of its kind, with Sarah from the Clay Cup, Jen from Juice, and Steph from Trade Secrets. So, uh, got the ladies. Let's uh, start this show out or off. What are we talking look? about? What do you mean I don't look? know. Did you guys bring any ideas? No. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to have to put an E for explicit next to this? I might have to. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Must or just... be 18 to download. Right. <laughs> okay, let's, let's start the freaking podcast. <laughs> This is Rob Z Radio. Broadcasting live from the Launchbox <laughs> Studios. We're in uh, downtown Altoona, so this is a, a brand new episode. First time ever I've had four people, uh, including myself, on the podcast, but also the first time ever uh, three ladies on the podcast. Ladies, thank you so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You're very welcome. So if you don't know what's going on right now, uh, I don't know how we're going to title these exactly. I don't know what the, some sort of local business uh, brainstorm session, I don't know how we're going to work it no, out. but. Are we brainstorming? Or we're just going to ramble. It's going to be one or the other. I guess we'll figure it out as we go. But we have, I guess, introduce yourselves. Go ahead and and talk about your businesses so we know the roundtable of who we have here. All right. I guess I will start. I'm Stephanie Height with Trade Secrets. We're located downtown Altoona. And my husband and I, we make natural body care products. So it's all good for your skin and... (laughs) It's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful for your body. Could On the inside body. and out. Yes. And that's what juice is. Juice and trade secrets. Woohoo. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess that's that a good, a good, good toss. Yeah. Right? Good job. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm Jen. I own Juice, uh, currently located in Holidaysburg at 517 Allegheny Street. Um, shortly here, we'll be moving into the Altoona area. So looking whoop, forward whoop. to that. Yeah. We're going to be neighbors. Um, and we're a juice and smoothie bar. So trying to offer up the community some healthy options for for food and drinks very wonderful awesome good job sarah (laughs) yeah i'm sarah vogel um i have the clay cup in downtown altoona and it is a specialty coffee shop which specialty coffee focuses on small single origin farms um, really making sure that every phase of the coffee process um, is done with complete detail and everyone is being taken care of financially as well so um we take those beans and then we make some incredible drinks with them and we also do a variety of art classes and pottery painting and things like that so 
And you have a coffee scrub at Trade Secrets. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And a chamomile bath bomb. Yep. Did they sell out? They did. We need more. Okay. So Steph takes her stuff to Sarah to have her sell it for her. That's what's happening right now. Now I take her beans (laughs) and then we transform them into a creamy sugar scrub. It's amazing. Oh, so you're taking, oh, that's right. You're taking her products and making them your own scrubs and and selling them. And people love them. They're going pretty well. They love it. Yeah. Awesome. And myself, if you listen to the podcast, I guess you know who I am already, but I'm Rob Z. I uh, host this podcast and also social media marketer and consultant, former radio host. So uh, let's get the show started. Okay. What I, what ideas did you bring here today to talk to me about? I'm so excited to find out. Well, I just wanted to say <laughs> that I was thinking this morning, I'm like, I don't really know what we're all going to talk about. I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll come up with something. But I was thinking it's so cool to see how many of us um, are taking what we're passionate about and what our talents are and turning that into a way to make money. Um, I think people really want to know how to do that. That's like the ultimate dream. Like we are living people's ultimate dream by taking what we love to do and turning it into a business. And I think offering up ideas on how that happens and just just different ideas and different perspectives on that, it's cool. That's exactly what I was thinking about earlier too because listening to this, you get – uh, four different perspectives on how to start your own business and four different perspectives on like how it works, the issues that you run into, the stresses that come along with it. But also the coolest part is like we're all in this room together, the community that comes out of it. It's like you all become friends oh, because yeah. you're all running small businesses, helping each other out at the same time. And we're all kind of in the same vicinity. I mean, Jen, you will be soon right around the block. Mm-hmm. We're all kind of on the same couple of blocks together. It's kind of dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> So Watch out. the cool thing about podcasting is, I mean, this is this can go all over the world. So anybody in any city, any state, any country could hear this, and there's small businesses everywhere. So to understand, like, we're in uh, central Pennsylvania, uh, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Uh, our city has, what, like 30,000 people? What 34, is? I think it was. 34,000. just looked it up last and, night. And dwindling as we speak. They're leaving. <laughs> They've been for years. But now we're trying to bring them back in. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the cool part of it is, you know, this this is happening everywhere all across the world. So we can speak about whatever we want to talk about, and that's going to apply to anybody. So as far as small business goes... How long have you been open for? So for me personally, my business has been open less than a year. I started last April. Technically, really didn't get rolling until about June or July. Uh, and now it's February. So for me, it's been a short amount of time. What about you, Jen? Uh, we will be one year in April. April, So we're just short. Okay. One year. I'm going to be a year. Uh, the clay cup will be a year next month. So March. Mm-hmm. Oh, very new. Yeah. Do you need a throat lozenge or something? I don't know. Are you like <laughs> Joe Rogan <laughs> clearing your throat? Mm, a little verklempt. <laughs> a little, little verklempt over here. Verklempt. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we su- we celebrated our one year yesterday. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, technically Saturday in the shop, but yesterday, was the 11th, the was the actual day. Yeah, I went in that morning. She did. It was I crazy. I t- really tried to beat the crowd. I thought going early would yeah. be key. It was not. It was not key. <laughs> it was very busy. Was it really? We had yeah. people waiting outside the door at like 8.30 and we opened at 9. Very cool. And that's one of the things, I guess, about the local business scene is it seems for years it's been kind of... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I was talking to the Chamber of Commerce about this, and I was asking them like the history of local business in our area. And for a long time, it was very stagnant. A lot of the businesses, <clears throat> they didn't last very long. They kind of came, they went, and I saw it in radio for years. We'd mm-hmm. sponsor local businesses. They'd give us money, then they'd be gone in a couple of months. 
But they said because it seems like of, of social media becoming so accessible, being on your phone, it's helping businesses stay alive Absolutely. a lot longer and promote themselves <clears throat> a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's what you've seen at Trade Secrets, right? I mean, yeah. that's part of the business model. That's it. You know, I mean, we don't do online sales, so Facebook has really, I mean, 90% of my customers that come in, I ask where, you know, have you heard about us? And it's Facebook. So it's working. And you put yourself out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, a lot. You put in a your, lot. Your <laughs> <out. laughs> and there's nothing wrong. That's, that's, no. that's the hardest part. I mean, anybody that I talk to being a social media marketer, like I talk to businesses and the, the part they struggle with the most is they don't want to put themselves on camera. Right. They want to like push an employee on camera. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> Jen has her hand up in here. Well, I always, they're like, well, I, I know somebody who works here who could do it. This person can do it. And I'm like, no, you should do it. I mean, it's fine to have them, the, the, the employee, but they could be gone. You own right. this business. Like, you're not going to be gone unless the business is gone then. And well, people really just want to see that, that backside of the business and, like, the raw, mm-hmm. real you every single day, like... It doesn't matter. Do it doesn't have to be pre-planned. <laughs> right. Do they want to see the raw, real me? <laughs> no, they don't. But cue into... Well, uh, slightly prepared. Right. Yeah. A little right. bit prepared. Well, Jen and I had this conversation on Saturday. She needed to start putting her face out there. Do you want to tell did. Rob why? I forget. <laughs> Didn't somebody tell you that... Tell oh, her. there's a rumor. <laughs> Rob, there's a rumor going around that you own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. The secret's hilarious. been revealed. Yep. So we have had, like, this has been the running joke for, like, a half a week now. Who started the rumor? I don't know, but Mara and, and you all know Lauren Dross. Yeah. She makes all of mm-hmm. our super delicious goodies at the juice bar. Um, she, They both said it to me separately. Somebody came to them and made that comment, oh, and I was like, that's Listen, awesome. I guess I need to put myself. I, that's what she said on Facebook. Yeah. You wouldn't be open right now if I ran juice because it'd be in the. It'd be done. It'd be. Free. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would have no idea what I'm yeah. doing. It would not last. Um, so it was kind of. It was kind of. That's hilarious. Nice. It yeah. really is. Wow. Yeah. Uh, rumors are great. That's, Some people get upset by them. I find them to be hilarious. I mean, it was just like I, you know, I heard, I heard kind of like the demographic of this person. I was honestly impressed that they even knew what we were. <laughs> So, what was the demographic? Uh, like probably sixty-five and over. Oh wow! Yeah, that's who's spreading the rumor. Well, that's what that's what I understand. It's the black dog, probably a couple <laughs> doors down. Maybe oh, my father-in-law's maybe. in there every day. Maybe the he's stirring he something. Go there every single day. He's I'm, stirring the pot. Yeah. I'm impressed that somebody sixty-five and over would know who Rob Z is. Right. True. <laughs> I'll be honest. Listening to your podcast. When I used to be on <laughs> the air, I'd have like women, ladies call me who were like eighty. Like uh-huh. I'm eighty years old to listen to your show, and that that's always awesome. blew my mind. It was it was crazy to me that they number one could still hear, but number two, <laughs> <laughs> of course they had a radio. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's that's interesting. That's yeah, really no, cool. It, it was very I mean, interesting. So I don't know if it's cool, but it's it funny. Interesting. It is funny. Yeah, but it is forcing me to think Ooh. about like being that person. I just don't like it. I, I barely like doing this. This makes me happy though because there's no camera involved. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. it is it's nerve wracking at first, and I think that's one of the biggest hurdles for people to get over is you have to get over that hurdle, and then once you do, it becomes easier. Because I watch people online, like you watch yeah. people on YouTube, mm-hmm. like it's yeah, like I don't. it's second <clears throat> nature. Well, I mean, even on TV or whatever, like yeah. after you do it for a while, it's just second yeah. nature. It's just so we'll, we'll be doing do. a live broadcast at two thirty on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're going so Facebook right Live. Get ready. Is for there it. anything live, specific you're going to be talking? about? We're going to be talking about our um, Valentine's Day event that we have okay. coming up this weekend, <laughs> so people kind of get an idea of what we're doing. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now, now, Sarah, you've been doing a lot of live stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You've been 
trying it out and it's been working really well for yeah. you. you. Yeah. You did the live tour, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of so the whole building. I just fun. gave a tour of the entire building of the Clay Cup. It's a three-story building. Um, and I tried to do it like four times, but I kept losing service and I was like, I'm done with this. And then a, a couple days, a couple weeks later, actually, I was like, I'm just going to make it happen. I'm going to run up the steps and then run to the front of the building. So I have service like on each floor. And so I made it happen. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I would love to do more live stuff on social media, on Facebook, um, I just need to sit down and like plan out the content basically, but it's time consuming. Probably. Yeah. It is, it's very, and you get caught up in just the day to day, like business running stuff. I mean, there are days that I go in and I don't post anything to any social media because by the time the day's over, it's just like one thing after another, after another. Yeah. And it's like, it can get, you get it, lost in it. Yeah. And that's, I think the toughest part is when you own a business, like everything else comes first and the marketing comes last. <laughs> I've been really trying to schedule it into my day and do it first thing. So that means I do all my own photography. So I have to plan that like the day before and I have to know like what big goods we're going to have and stuff like that. But I think really trying to schedule it is the only way that it gets done. Yeah. Um, and I've been trying to highlight, I've been doing a thing where each week I highlight a different barista at the coffee shop. I so it's not just putting the focus on me or what I'm doing or the drink of the week or whatever. It's saying, hey, this person really wants to serve you and this is what they're all about. So um, how do you know how to do that? Because that is like a core like fundamental of, of marketing, I guess, social media or just regular marketing is you've got to highlight not just you in the business or the business, but the people who work there. How did you figure out how to do it or just you kind of knew? I mean, knew? I, it's just an understanding like the business is not just me. I would not be running if it weren't for my amazing employees. So, and they're kind of right now, they're the face of the clay cup. Yeah. They're what the customer, when the customer goes in, the barista is the one that serves them and talks to them and gets them what they need. Um, yeah, you're and, up in the balcony hiding. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I hide out. Staring at people. Um, <laughs> Nobody else sees her it. And I can hear everything up there, too. <laughs> nice. But uh, I think just the the baristas are the ones that are building the relationships with the customers. And so I and I also want my customers to know that I care about them, mm -hmm. my baristas. So I think doing that social media feature kind of just puts that out there. So. I agree. And Steph, on your end, I mean, I guess it's you and your husband. So so it's me. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. You'll never me. see your husband Don't unless you actually go in there. Now. Nope. He hides. He run Now we have a second kitchen. It's way back a hallway. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. His laboratory. Like, he runs. <laughs> he likes it back there. I, I so. think, and looking at, at your business model, like the. I know you don't want to give away all the secrets. That's part no. of it. You don't want to give away how you, it's the trade <laughs> secret. But like you're making everything with your own hands, That's with it. your own products. You're not adding any chemicals into these. Mm -hmm. So I think the really cool thing that would be great for people to see is not how it's made, but just some footage of you <clears throat> making it and showing right. like this is what we're putting in here. So they right. know there's nothing weird being thrown in because people can say that. And how are you going to confirm or right. deny, you know, yeah. until somebody comes in and calls you out, I guess. Or I guess they try. And yeah. so you have to put an in ingredient label on there or something. Well, that's a, I mean, everything has their ingredients listed. Yeah. So. And we do have bath bomb classes that Stephanie teaches at the Clay Cup. So someone mm -hmm. can come and make their own bath bomb and see exactly what is going into it mm -hmm. and understand the whole process yeah. for that specific mm -hmm. item. And I think it's interesting that all three of you have businesses that are very health-oriented, very nutrition-oriented, and very, um, very uh, progressive in the, in the sense that 
you're not trying to just rake in a bunch of money. You're actually trying mm-hmm. to help people and educate people yeah. while you're doing it. I think that's part it. of what made us all click kind of, yeah. on some yeah. level, though. Yeah. So where's the inspiration come from for that? With you, Jen. How does, where does that come um, from? So I don't know if I talked to you about this. My previous life was in the insurance <laughs> industry. <laughs> and now I was always a healthy eater for me. And so everything that I make now, I've been making at home for myself and my family and especially my daughter for years. Um, but I worked in health insurance. And so my job was to go to local businesses and chat with them about health insurance and, you know, help guide them through renewals or, you know, reducing costs, that kind of thing. Lots and, of dead stairs <laughs> dead behind the eyes. Well, stairs. you know, it just really got to a point where um, health insurance, guys, for your employers is insanely expensive. It is like, other than payroll, typically a number, number one cost in any mm-hmm. given business. And for one, I don't think people appreciate that. And the cost goes up every single year, but it's going up. The reason it's going up is typically our fault. We're the users of the product Mm -hmm. and we're using it too much. And that's what it comes down to. So it it really got to a point where, you know, in order to help employers reduce cost, there really isn't anything you can do. Like we're done manipulating the system. It can't happen anymore. Like people need to start taking responsibility for their health. And Mm -hmm. that the number one thing you can do is um, change what you eat. Even if it's not 100%, it, you have to start making changes with what you eat. And so I'm not from this area. We've been here for about 10 years now. Um, but we really don't have any healthy options mm-hmm. to eat. Like to go out, leave your house, mm-hmm. and know that you're going to get a good, healthy, you know, nourishing meal. It's crazy. That there's it's not, incredibly difficult. Like As far as a restaurant goes, I mean, I guess there might be a couple that there's do apply. There's a couple. Apply, you know, some of them you have to drive, you know, a fair distance. But... I mean, we had we had a lady come into the juice bar. This was a while ago, probably over the summer. And she she asked us she was staying in Bedford, but she was in Altoona for the day. And she said, um, I figured I, I could ask you guys because you'll probably know where's a good place to go get a good, healthy salad. And we all just kind of stopped and looked at <laughs> each other and we were like. I have no idea. Like exist. I can recommend salad. I don't know about healthy. Right. Can it have so. French fries and ranch on it? Like, that's what I'm always <laughs> yeah. looking for. Right. Or fried chicken or <laughs> whatever it is. chicken salad with extra ranch. Yeah. See? And that, <laughs> that's healthy. what everything is. So, you know, and she wanted to go into Altoona specifically. And I was like, yeah, I know some great salads. But it is French fries and steak and, yeah. you know, yes, yeah. Iceberg lettuce. Like yeah. It's, yeah it's Which I hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was kind of the inspiration for getting started was just giving people – an option and I think my need to push forward with it is greater than my capacity to do so right now. <laughs> well let I me just... ask so you said about like you can't work the system anymore. I'm just curious about this from a health insurance standpoint. Like you can't work the system anymore. What do you mean by that? I mean there used to be ways to get like um uh the cost now. Like you could increase your deductible. Like so we're gonna have a higher oh. deductible. We're gonna put an HSA. We're gonna move some numbers around. But now deductibles are already so high. Like people have five, seven thousand dollars out of pocket before health insurance ever kicks in. Right. Uh, I mean it's just we're we're out of room. So we're at a point now where people are choosing not to seek treatment for things because their deductible is so high. The chances of it being met are so slim they they don't go. And that's yeah. not good either. Like we can't, we can't be there because then people are just gonna get sick. So we're just we're trying to save people money. 
Basically. Yeah, and lives. Take care of themselves. Well, like, I mean, it really is. I mean, you yeah. can invest in your health now. Yeah. It's, so, it's so cliche. It really is. But you invest in healthy food and healthy choices now. Or you know what? You can price out cancer. And guess what? I have the answer to that question. I know how much on average cancer costs yes. a person, even when you do have health insurance. More than health insurance it costs you. What are you paying for it? It's yeah. not cheap. So put the Mountain Dew down. Well, it was just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Stop smoking. Oh. At my old, where I used to work, like we they put Meditate in a little. they put in the smoking rule, like you had to you couldn't smoke on campus anymore. So you had to like yeah. leave campus to smoke. And uh, some people did. I don't think they ever quit, but they at least didn't smoke at work. But some people would leave, drive their car off the property, and then smoke in their car off the property. That's wild. And it brought our our health insurance insurance costs down a little bit. Um, but then it just it dawned on me like it's just nuts that I, I I smoked for like five years when I was in my late teens, early twenties, and it was it was kind of difficult to get out of it. Uh, but once I was out of it, it, it was. I had a complete switch where it was just, it grossed me out and I couldn't yeah. do it anymore. I think that's standard. <laughs> and like, I just think like, man, the, 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 your the health insurance company is almost trying to save your life in a certain way. I mean, they might not care personally about you. It might be like a numbers game, but they're out there doing things that are trying to save you and you still won't take the effort to, Pull yourself out yeah, of it. It's like responsibility. It's, you have to take responsibility. They don't want to eat healthy. You don't want to quit these like I, what simple pleasures, you know, yeah. people considered a simple pleasure. I enjoy smoking. I enjoy my Snickers bar. For lunch. <laughs> but you enjoy people, being healthy, too. <laughs> I enjoy eating healthy. Yeah. <laughs> people want a Band-Aid. Yes. They don't yes. want to actually cure the issue, which mm-hmm. is, you know, eating from the earth eating all natural, eating, lowering sugar. Sugar is poison. Um, But I grew up in a family where my mom made everything from scratch. We ate nothing that was processed. We did not have sugary cereals. We didn't have soda in the house. We, you know, it was just pretty much all natural. Mm -hmm. Um, And I grew up very conscious about the things that I was eating because I kind of got that from my parents, which I was really blessed to have. Very lucky. Um, that does not now. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah. But I remember in high school thinking, I'm not allowed to have a bottle of water in high school. And I, I'm going all day without drinking anything right. and thinking how that was affecting my health and even the food in what they were serving. That oh was a gosh. whole nother story. Yeah. Yeah. But there. I have been so <laughs> conscious and I've always researched everything. And I think health and specialty coffee go very well together because specialty coffee is not adding sugars and sweeteners and all kinds of stuff to your coffee specialty coffee is coffee from a farm and learning like what makes it unique and yes some of them have dairy excuse me but like it's not like starbucks where everything has a syrup and everything has you know uh, drizzle on top um so it does really go hand in hand now we do have those drinks because you know, it's a process. People aren't just going to quit sugar tomorrow, um, but it does go hand in hand, and I think that's really cool. That is, it's awesome. And I mean, you're very health conscious. You you have like seasons for your diets, right? You kind of like cycle through, and and I think that that all comes from somebody educating you on nutrition. So for me personally, like my household when I was young, no educational nutrition. I just ate whatever. Like mm-hmm. in high school, I ate. Uh, cinnamon buns and uh, right, honey buns, salt and vinegar chips, and iced tea for lunch. <laughs> like that's my lunch every day. And then I met Nini, my wife, and she, her, she's her mom was the same way. Raised her on healthy food, taught her how to cook food right, what food actually does inside of your body, mm-hmm. and she taught me a lot of that. Now she's going to be a nurse, so she knows a lot more. But it's 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 mind blowing 
how little people know. Mm -hmm. Like I knew basically nothing. And I thought that what I was doing was healthy. Like whenever I bought, you know, diet seven up or whatever it was, like it's nuts. (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's crazy. But I mean, you have to go through the process and figure it out. And I think for some people, that's just too much work. And also they don't know anybody to teach them that. That's the other major well, issue. Well, that's it, like, even with our customers, with our products. Like, I always tell them, you know, I made a post the other day, you know, read the ingredients, like, on your shampoo bottle, yeah. on your bar of soap. Like, if you can't understand those ingredients, do not put it on your body, yeah. you know? And I, most of the time, you can't understand no, how the stuff can't. is in there. And there was one, um, Johnson & Johnson, it was a baby shampoo. I shared that yesterday. Right. And, you know, we have products that don't have chemicals or toxins in them. We have a um, a sensitive True Castile soap. It's 100% olive oil. You know, great for cradle cap, great for your skin. You know, I mean, we have products that are completely unscented for people that, you know, get migraines and are sensitive to smells, mm-hmm. you know, that don't have those, you know, ingredients that you just can't understand and honestly, could, you know, could be causing problems down the road. I mean, your skin is your biggest organ. And if you're putting stuff on, on your body and even in your mouth, like think about the toothpaste that you're using mm-hmm. every day, that's absorbing into into your body. And so I think it's really cool that Steph and Jen both have that same perspective because, you know, just making people aware of that. Well, Steph, I think that's, well, you, you told me that stuff and I had never looked at my deodorant ingredients. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about it. You don't think about deodorant, you just put it on, it smells good. Like right. I never crossed my mind. <clears throat> so you taught me that and I was like, wow, I, I, I've never even, <clears throat> even put that into my brain that that's like soaking into your well, skin and like for me for instance oops um, <laughs> oh, sorry coffee's kicking in coffee's kicking in <laughs> um, so my grandmother's a breast cancer survivor um, most deodorants have aluminum which they are now saying you know for women it's under our arms close to our breasts it's clogging <clears throat> clogging pores things like that mm-hmm. affecting lymph nodes and so we came out with an aluminum free all natural deodorant and, you know, the thing is, you might pay $12 for this deodorant, but you're saving yourself down the road. And a lot of people are starting, they come in young, I mean, young girls in grade school. They're coming in and purchasing deodorant for their young girls to, you know, start them early. Yeah, start yeah. them out right. I mean, yeah. plus the other thing is with the natural deodorant, a, a lot of people, like, claim to get rashes and stuff. That's, right. That's, guys, that's your body detoxing from all mm-hmm. that junky stuff you've been putting on there forever, so that's okay. Right. Wait, explain that a little bit. So your body is, like, reacting because it's, it's like not it getting what it wants. It's like it rejects it. Have you ever it's done, like, getting. any sort of detox ever? When yeah. you do any sort of detox, you feel pretty crappy for mm-hmm. the first couple of days. Yeah. It's just you do until you get a lot of that junk out. And it's not any different with your, you know, your armpits. Yeah. You stop using that stuff, and it's going to come out. Um, so you do have like rashes and it can be uncomfortable and you just got to kind of power through it. Um, but the other thing is once you get past that, once you get to that level of detox, the other thing is you're not going to need you don't deodorant need it. every day. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't need it There anymore. are days I go without it. I, I go without and it I don't stink. for a week. Exactly. <laughs> and it's you awesome. Right? That's why it smells like that in this room, I guess. That's where that smells <laughs> coming from. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. like lavender Smell and tea check. tree. Yeah. Um, well, the, Hence the essential yeah, oil. The, right? the reason that people have to use deodorant in the first place is because it's covering up the toxins that are trying yep. to be expelled through your sweat right. and through your pores. And if you don't have those toxins to begin with, then so you don't is it. it like a withdrawal, the detox? Like your body's withdrawing yeah, from I mean, something it's been t- taking in for a long time and now it's not getting it anymore? It's not really a 
I wouldn't call it a withdrawal. It's, it's, it's like it has to process. Yeah, it. it's literally mm-hmm. like trying to get out. Okay. And and the thing is, even when you do like a juice cleanse, for example, I always warn people if you haven't done this before, you're gonna feel sick because your body is releasing toxins into your system. And so it's gonna make you feel pretty crappy. And it's the same mm-hmm. with switching to the natural deodorant. Your body is releasing those toxins and it's gonna have some sort of effect. And if you don't know what's happening, then you're Getting that then re- you're thinking, well, it's not working. You want to blame you deodorant and right. say you have a reaction or you're allergic, and that's not well, typically and I know the case. I've had customers that use our deodorant and say they've ran low or ran out, and then they had us, you know, say secret or something at home, and they use it, and then wow. they get a reaction <laughs> because their body is so used to the natural stuff now, yeah. and you know, it's not, yeah. It's, it's going it's back crazy. to the old thing yeah. after it's not used to it anymore is rejecting yeah. it. It doesn't he, like what it's getting. Something yeah. a really funny just tidbit from my family. My great grandma made her deodorant her entire life. And your family sounds awesome. I want to be a part of this like, family. I remember <laughs> one time and I don't know why my mom didn't like take that on. It just wasn't convenient. You know, she had four kids. She was homeschooling. She was a nurse. She cooked everything at home. You know, she did but so I had used this t- it was secret it was in middle school and I used it once and I broke out horribly and she was like you know your great-grandmother makes her or used to make her own deodorant we can do it and I was like and I started researching it yeah um, and I haven't made it a hundred percent myself since then but I just it brought that understanding mm-hmm. from a young age and <clears throat> I just thought it was cool that is cool I've never met any grandma or anybody in anybody's family who makes their own deodorant. You know, you it's so rare to meet those people. To, to you're born in that family, like you're right. super blessed to be in there because, mm-hmm. man, it, nobody has the information. I mean, now it's getting out slower, more more than it yeah. used to. But right. I think making the deodorant is definitely like an exception to the rule. But I do right. find when it comes to eating healthy we're not that far removed from it. Like, I feel like it's maybe my parents' generation that kind of got into the convenience, the TV dinners, the, that, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fast food became a thing. We didn't know. They but didn't our know grandparents, did, it, they didn't have that. Yeah. So it's really, we're not, I mean, I have um, older folks come in and order like bone broth and, oh, really? you know, yeah, and wheatgrass <laughs> shots. And they, they, cause they get it. They, that's what they grew up. You That's know, true. Yeah, it's like one it's generation. Not that far. Coconut oil. It was like the 70s and the 80s that everything started to switch. Like the yeah. sugary drinks started to come yeah. into play yeah. and the sodas and the stuff. Before the science really came bad out. for that. Yeah. Well, no, that was all based on science at the time. I mean, let's not forget science is... Uh, but the truth, I guess, right? I mean, like, because a lot of things were skewed. A lot of money was put into trying to get things to pass that weren't actually healthy. Well, there was there was just one about um, saturated fats and sugars and stuff yes. that they paid scientists off to say it's the all, opposite. I always tell people if you're going to research stuff, the first thing you need to check is who's funding the research. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. somebody have an just a, an, a vested interest in a specific outcome? That is always the first thing I look for. So when you look at a coconut oil study being funded by a canola oil company, in the trash immediately. Mm-hmm. I won't even read it because, of course, they want to be able to say coconut mm-hmm. oil is bad for you. That's yeah. insane. Because that's going to ruin their business. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like the, you know, the sugar companies um, blaming fat for people being unhealthy, which yeah. isn't the case. Sugar is way worse for you. You know that mm-hmm. with keto diet. Fat. Mm-hmm. If you do healthy fats, your body needs healthy yeah. fat to live. Yeah. <laughs> and we got yeah. to a point where it's just like people were avoiding fat 
you know, and for it's years. just, for, I mean, that goes way back to my parents when we got into the diet sodas and the low fat cookies. Oh, diet soda, don't get me started. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And then it just, <laughs> but it was like everything. And then it was sugar was under attack. So people were buying diet sodas. Guess what? The sugar's better for you. Than the aspartame. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, Give me the real sugar Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> well, heck, when we go to Mexico, we seek out Coca-Cola because yeah. it's made with real sugar. sugar. I will not yeah. drink Coke. In the United States, but hey, it has real cane sugar now. Don't you see it on the bottle? No, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Me not over buying here. It, Coke. Uh, fake news. Saying how <laughs> how horrible sugar is. I would much rather eat sugar than corn syrup or an artificial sweetener. Yeah. yeah. Um, because and and that's just like the the pyramid of it. Yeah. It's yeah. just the further it gets away from being real, and I'm, sugar is real. It's real. And you can have, you know, different levels of processing with it. So the mm-hmm. white sugar obviously being the worst. But you can eat stuff like coconut sugar, which if you haven't used coconut sh- sugar for anything, it's actually really low on the glycemic index. So it's not going to spike blood sugars and that kind of thing. Um, honey, agave nectar, dates. Maple I mean, syrup. Yeah. Well, I've been very big on local honey because yes. I have bad allergies. So like in the spring, seasonal allergies. And um, I met this, I call him the bee, Larry the Bee Guy, uh, but he makes, he has a bee farm. And if you, ha- if you have bad allergies and you consume local honey from your area, it helps with your allergies because you're taking in the pollen from those bees from all the flowers and that actually helps you out. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that it like cured my allergies, but it definitely helped me a lot. And it also tastes amazing. It like is. Local so honey, good. they all have different oh, flavors. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's so cool. Completely different flavor. Completely different. Yeah. It's so much better than honey yeah. by the store. It's unreal. So what was like, I was going to say about sugar was, and I, I was, it was explained to me like this. Like back in the day, you couldn't get like a handful of sugar. It didn't exist. Like you would get sugar from a fruit or something you would eat. So you'd get it in these small trace amounts, but it never existed like in this bag of sugar form like you couldn't just drink sugar back in the day and dump it in your mouth but now you can and like i think of like pixie sticks or fun (laughs) dips and it's like you're dipping a sugar stick into more sugar and it's like what are you guys doing like this is crazy tastes good (laughs) i mean it kind of does does. i was gonna say once you kind of remove that stuff though and then you try it again you're like like, what was, what was I, I thinking? Well, it's yeah. like smoking. Like when I, if I quit, when I quit smoking and had a cigarette, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. this is terrible!" Or smelled it from Five somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can't believe how bad this is. Yeah, my daughter won't even eat. I give her something with real sugar in it, and I can't remember what it was most recently. But she was just like, oh, "I don't." That's I don't awesome. Know. Like I don't like this. <laughs> do you, Steph? Do you use honey and use honey in some of your products yes. too? So not only is it good for ingestion, right. but just talk about yeah. how it's good for actually. Um, we have an oatmeal and honey bath bar, and we have been helping like a ton of people with eczema. They're able to get away from the dermatologist and all the creams, and they use this bar, and it helps with their dry skin. And mm. you know, honey, the oatmeal, it's soothing. Um, it's all natural. There's no added fragrance to it. Like, ad- uh, actually, Andy just made a fresh batch on Saturday, and you have this big block before you cut it, and it smells like oatmeal. You know, like fresh oatmeal. Mm. Um, and it's it's great for your skin. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's, and that's one of the things. It's just trying to educate people. You know what they're putting on their bodies. My kids haven't made the transition yet. I'm going to be honest. 
they're still, you know, I have a bar of Dove in my shower because my kids refuse to use our stuff because we make it. You're giving me crap about my chapstick. <laughs> yeah, Jen's over here with Target chapstick. <laughs> Steph's getting all mad at well, her. Well, first of all, I don't make chapstick. I make lip balm. Right, right. And <laughs> yeah, it's his lip balm. And it is chapstick's a brand. It's, very it's a brand. Oh, sorry. Yes. Okay, I was like, I don't Chap- know where you're going. No, because this. Andy always gets Got mad. Okay, yeah. Okay. He's like, it's lip balm. And it is all natural. We use all natural oils. We make our own lip balm base from scratch. Um, there's no petroleum. And another, you know, fun fact, you know, a lot of people don't really realize um, their chapstick, you know, okay, it, look, there's petroleum in there. Petroleum is drying. Um, mm-hmm. It is not good for you. You shouldn't be putting Vaseline, petroleum, none of it. You shouldn't be putting it on your skin. Nope. <laughs> but, you know. We grew up, you know, I didn't know any different, you know. Yeah. No, and those people still have huge jars of that. Oh, yeah. But back, I didn't know that. You're telling me right now. Yeah, I really? Know. I just back educated to the, you. the honey and why it's good topically, honey is an antibacterial, antiviral. Very mm-hmm. good for topical wound healing. Yeah. So it's wow. why your oatmeal and honey soap yeah. is so awesome it's for those for exact eczema kinds and, of things. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like you said, Andy's a mad scientist. Yes. This, the whole thing he was kind of. Like he looked his hair at all. <laughs> Does he wear a white lab coat? <laughs> you need to get a mom. And goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Like where, uh, you, you know, where does he get all his information from? Because when you guys are, I, I go back in the lab, I guess you could call yeah, it, right? the laboratory. And it, it's crazy because you have tubs of like. Oh, we have gallons yeah, of there's, coconut there's, oil, shea butter. It's cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's just, you That's know, why I think your stuff's made for video because like it's all sitting back is. there. You can yeah. and see it's ready to go. I mean, he has done, you know, we've had our, you know, it started home based about two years ago. I mean, the research you know, the deodorant, for instance, he worked on deodorant for six months and researched it till we could put it on the shelf last spring for customers because you don't want to put a product out there that's not going to be good for people and it's not going to work. I mean, deodorant's a tough thing. Yeah. I have 90% of my customers come in my shop. They're like, does this work? <laughs> and I'm like, well, first of all, I'm the owner. Yeah. And what I'm does not that mean, say, though? Does this work? Like, <laughs> like you know, I mean, am I going to smell already? Right, right. Yeah. Smell. yeah, and and I, I'm going to be honest too. Like, I started going to the gym January first, and I wore my lavender and tea tree. And after I worked out, and I was sweaty and gross, and I was like, I don't stink. It works. Wow, you know. And I'm like, that's a true testimonial. If you work out hard and you are soaked at the end of your workout and you don't stink, like that's... Yeah, you almost mm-hmm. can't avoid that. You can't. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good selling point. Yeah, well, but is. like lavender and tea tree, the tea yeah. tree oil, you know, I mean, I feel for me, that's out of all the ones we have, that's the one that's worked best with my body chemistry. And I believe it's because of the tea tree oil, which has a lot of good um, antiseptic qualities mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're you know slowly educating people i'm learning still i mean jen will tell you i'm yeah i'm constantly you we know asking her you know yeah, yeah we're mean, just learning part of the the thing right now especially i think when it comes to health issues with the internet at our fingertips i i've you know it's gonna sound harsh but in my opinion ignorance at this point is a choice yeah. that we make yes. yeah. Yeah. and it's and not really that we don't have the information available it's there. it's there right and i think too like because of the internet things are thrown at us all the time it's like this is good for you this is bad for you but you don't you shouldn't just take it for face value like right. you need to like dive into that i probably listen to five to ten hours of podcasts a week um just from different experts and research and reading and YouTube videos and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff, just so that I'm trying to get an understanding and a well-rounding, 
well-rounded understanding of everything. Um, but yeah, you have to take responsibility right. for it. Well, and this this is my own personal opinion on this, but I, I think like there's a the generation, I guess the generation of the 70s and 80s, um, maybe a little bit earlier than that, you grew up on cable. So cable gave you what, this is the information you're going to get and you're not going to get any other information from us. So you took it at face value. It's mm-hmm. like they're telling us something, we're going to believe it. But the problem was all of those uh, industries, all those corporations were for profit. Like obviously they want you to watch because they want higher ratings and they want to, usually if it bleeds, it leads sort of thing. So, you know, if, if you can recognize the shift to the internet and recognize that not all of the stuff that you're hearing on TV is true and also not all the stuff you're hearing on the internet is true. You've got to take time to research. There's fake yeah. news out there. Right. There's lots of fake news, yeah. And it's, it's hard to find out what's real and what's not. So I think you kind of have to find people you trust that you can... And I, I, I toss back and forth this because like, people who like love Fox News, I'm not going to knock on Fox News, but I think that there's a certain kind of person that is has their uh, idea of who to trust and who not to trust skewed because of cable mm-hmm. television, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you get used to a certain kind of person talking to you in a certain way in like small little segments and news bits. And like when you listen to a podcast, it's hard to fake an hour or two hours of talking. Mm-hmm. It's easy to fake five minutes of talking. Like you can throw a bunch of points at somebody and get your point across and that's it. But when you sit down for a while and actually have a conversation, eventually I think the truth's going to come out. And I think that's what's happening right now with YouTube and podcasting and well, stuff like that. I think the truth is always, it's out there. The truth is right. out there. I feel yeah. like Fox Malder. Malder sometimes. <laughs> but it really is like anytime, and politics is a big one because it was so heated, you know, and it's still, to this day, it is still a very heated topic. But when, More than ever. Right. But when people get like up in arms about something, like me and my parents are on opposite sides, you know, and so... They have CNN on in their house at 24-7. I'm not. And I was like, dude, you guys need to go through a news <laughs> detox. It's almost However, like a poison, right? I mean, it literally, yeah. it's poisoning your brain. All news, not yes, just CNN. not just CNN. But it's, it's all can be overwhelming. You need variety. Yeah. But if you, like, if there's one headline that, that you know, they want to, like, latch on to, so I'll take that and I'll be like, okay, well, first of all, read the whole thing you know you got to read it start to finish and really get the details because the headlines alone i find we live in a generation of like people like we're headline readers and yeah. that's it Clickbait. we don't go and then we, we take that for truth yes yeah. we don't go and you beyond recycle the headlines. it and say it to somebody Correct. else and and that is with anything i don't care if it's politics or the situation where like they're saying like this is healthy for you this is coconut oil is bad this is good well every couple Let's, of years you know, it goes back and forth no. yeah <laughs> every couple of years you'll hear something the same thing you heard a couple of years before is now not true you know, yeah. you're like flip flop, and it'll... coffee's good, coffee's bad, butter's good, butter's bad, oil's good. I mean, yeah. it's just don't eat thank you, well, eat thank you. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's stop watching the news. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> watch the news. We don't yeah. watch it at all in no. my house. Yeah. We don't either. Well, yeah. Andy does. We but do I, not watch the I news. Don't. In fact, as soon mm-hmm. as the Olympics are over, we're getting rid of yeah. cable. Yeah, I haven't had well, cable we, in yeah, like we eight did. years. Yeah. Yeah. We got rid of cable yeah. actually, but he streams stuff online. Well, if you want news, you can still get it online. That's the part I don't understand. Is I I just talked to somebody who got rid of cable or got rid of the internet to keep cable and I was like no, no. that's what? bad that's, that's yeah. not a good no. move <laughs> that's removing all of their ability to research for themselves yeah well they're yeah. like well yeah. I still have my phone with like you know I still have my uh, do you have unlimited data that, yeah, yeah. I can just use it. but right? it's like I don't I don't know I yeah cable's just yeah. When you can turn on something and just leave it on, I guess that's the appeal of cable to me. Is like mm-hmm. you can flip it on and there's always gonna be something playing to keep right. you entertained. But or that doesn't 
Is that a good thing? No, it's not a good know. thing. But yeah. it's comforting that there's always something. You don't need to pick yeah. and choose. Like the problem I have with Netflix is I have to pick and choose. Right. I'll sit there for 35 you minutes trying God. to find something. Do you have a child something. in your house? How do you even get control right? of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, even, when he goes I watch, to bed. We get, well, oh, we watch this is show true. Or something. We watch PBS Kids. Like, wait, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, we're watching Llama Llama. Oh, yeah. We watch um, Daniel Tiger. and <laughs> yeah. Dan- I, I stopped putting Daniel Tiger. Daniel Tiger <laughs> ruined my child's ability to be patient. <laughs> I am not even kidding you. And that's when PBS or whatever that I was done. I was like, you're not watching cable. I was like, Daniel Tiger is wrong. Well, <laughs> hey, no, that's saying Mr. Rogers is wrong. And that's yeah. not right. That's yeah. Not well, right. you know what? I let her watch it until this one thing. I had this amazingly patient child. And then Daniel Tiger one came day along. Said, it's hard to wait. According to Daniel Tiger, it's hard to wait. <laughs> now it's hard to wait for everything. So now Hadley has no patience. <laughs> no, it put that into her mind. Bye, bye. Yeah, it's, yeah right. it's crazy it's so like that. Fast. That's funny. Yeah. So well, but like you were talking about health, food, and stuff. So like January first, you know, I jumped on board with a lot of people. You know, New Year, new me, better me, whatever. Um, just trying to last year consume me with the business. Mm-hmm. So just trying to take, you know, being more mindful of what I'm eating, taking better care of myself. And, you know, Jen and I had this conversation where, you know, because like my husband, like I, I, almost every day. Is that a part of your diet? Diet? <laughs> I said, I am not on a diet. <laughs> I am just trying to make better food it's choices. It's a lifestyle. And if I want a pistachio cupcake, damn it, I'm going to eat it. So It's called balance. Like, exactly. Balance like, is that's, very important. And that's like the big thing right now. Like, I'm sorry, I can't go into the clay cup and not buy one of Becca's pastries. It's just not happening. Well, but here's you know? the thing. I have to- even with that, so I will always choose. Like, let's. Hadley loves muffins. It, it loves muffins. It's like the one thing I can't get her away from. But I'm gonna take her somewhere where I know it's fresh baked. It's not preserved. Right. You know that it was made Good literally the day before. Mm-hmm. Even if the ingredients aren't stellar, there's still something to be said about it not being preserved to have shelf life. Yes. Yeah, All for by sure. itself. And that's what I love about going down the Sarah's yeah. place because, like, those. Her pastries, the muffins, so scones, <laughs> everything is fresh. And you know you're getting fresh stuff. And mm-hmm. that's what I love about it. Yeah. And oh my gosh. The so pista- she won me over with the pistachio. Yeah. Oh, it's better than yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, better than <clears throat> Starbucks, beef yes. goods, which I just, uh, Starbucks annoys the crap out of me with this stuff because <laughs> it looks so pretty when you walk in and you think like, oh, it's fresh. But Makes you feel I, good. Yeah. Well, I'll never forget the day that I walked into Starbucks and I ordered her a muffin and they pulled it out from under the counter, took it out of a plastic wrapper oh, yeah. to wrap it in the pretty brown paper that they handed to you. In, and I was just like, dude, mm-hmm. that is so messed up. You like, threw it at you the are, wall. You're just Scum. lying. You're a bunch no. of liars. Liars. <laughs> oh, and that's just it. You know, like. There's so many, you know, people were on their health kicks and, you know, doing cleanses and, you know, trying to, you know, count calories. I'm not a calorie counter. I can't do it. There's apps out there, but I cannot do it. It's not good for you. It consumes me and, like, I get anxiety over it. I mean, you already know my 10 day cleanse. And that's going to do it. That anxiety is going to keep you from having any body changes anyway. Because that affects the rest of you. But that is not the key. Like, it's this, again, just misinformation out there that it's like you have to burn more calories than you consume. I don't think that's the case. I mean, of course it's going to work. I don't think it's sustainable at all. Right. No, I've, se- I've yeah. never seen a person successful long term with that 
set up. And your body is so smart that if you Correct. do cut calories, it's going to adjust and it's going to keep adjusting. It's just like if you make $100,000 a year, you're used to living within that. And then if you cut that to $50,000, you are going to adjust. Your body it. is yeah. smart. Yeah. And yeah. if you keep doing that, you're just hindering yourself more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think something there's something to be said about like people have a hard time sticking to things and when they're learning about nutrition and I think one of the keys is one don't don't put too much pressure Mm -hmm. on those details at first take one step at a time but if you continue to research as you are in the process then you have an understanding of why you're doing what you're doing and that that continues the motivation to learn more and to stick to something. Yeah. But it also creates a situation where you're making bad choices now because you're trying to restrict calories. So you're choosing the diet sodas, you're mm-hmm. choosing, right. you know, but guess what? Your calorie doesn't, or your body doesn't live off of calories either. It doesn't say, okay, we hit 1200 calories for the day. I'm done. Right. Your body needs nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so the, if you stick to whole foods, you're automatically going to consume less calories because your body is getting the nourishment mm-hmm. that it needs to survive. Yeah. <laughs> like you right. need that to live. That is such a good point. And when you're getting the actual nutrients that you need, then your cravings aren't there because the cravings are there because of something that's lacking and a lot of times it's certain amino acids that are missing and things like that and if you're eating those whole foods and those clean foods you're much more likely to be getting those nutrients plus if you're eating a lot of carbs and sugars your body's like crashing every couple of hours so then you Mm -hmm. feel like you need something that'll happen to me and it depends on what kind of carb and sugar it is too though because that's the other thing well people want junk food basically is what right it is. so but, but i have people did you unplug okay. me i think she unplugged <laughs> me oh, it was me no, no but, but they couldn't hear it only we could hear that people you know people will walk into the juice bar and be like what, what do you have that doesn't have carbs and sugar and i'm like dude this is fruit nothing <laughs> right, like, yeah. I, right. I, bone broth <laughs> but <laughs> wait really a minute it. fruit sugar there's sugar in fruit. exactly and, and oh, I've, no. I've had people say to me like i've already had one banana today i can't have another banana i'm like says who <laughs> i had somebody tell me i was eating grapes once and they said you can't eat grapes you know how many carbs are in grapes oh my god like, this is a grape it comes out of the ground are you crazy yeah. it's like do you know how many phytonutrients are in grapes it's like one of the healthiest foods you could possibly eat it's so good for you so let's switch gears for a second not to I stay on the same subject because I think something that Sarah mentioned earlier is important because whenever you uh, work for somebody else, I think what happens is, at least what happened to me was, I never took the time to educate myself or to experiment with with things and to discover new things in my life. So with owning your own business, you're kind of forced to experiment and you're forced to educate yourself Absolutely. because you're not going to survive if you don't. So I think a lot of what we're talking about is like, have you all had regular I've had regular jobs you've, oh had, my regular, gosh, yeah. you've had a regular job Sarah. <laughs> what, what were your regular jobs I mean you worked for um, uh, health insurance what about you Sarah what was your regular job mm, well she's probably an exception to the rule <laughs> no, when I say I, regular I mean like a 9 to 5 like not I was a sign artist for Trader Joe's and I also like have worked at a sub shop and things like that okay. so, yeah. I was I've always been in sales you know, oh, so that, that explains was, so much. doesn't it though? <laughs> You're so <laughs> good at it. Listen, yeah. well, no, but like even I think back to you know now being, um, I haven't. I've only been full time with my business, you know, personally because I was working when we first opened. I was working full time. That was our income. Right. Um, but I had a situation happen in l- last July where I my position got abolished. So I've been full time with Trade Secrets since just July. And, you know, 
I've had time to, like you said, you research, like, I feel like I'm a better person now, and I don't know if this sounds silly, but I'm able to take better care of myself now, physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, being a business owner doesn't stress you out, but it's a different type of stress Mm -hmm. because I'm my own boss. Now I have Mm -hmm. to answer to my husband, of course, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. But you know what I mean? It's just, it's a completely, like, I think about people in sales and these you know, I hate to say these, you know, basic jobs, but like I think about just how it took a tool on my body. Yeah. You know, yes. and yeah. now Absolutely. I'm kind of like, it's like I'm free. Yeah. You know, the stress of having, at least for me, the stress of having um, a boss who could yell at me or right. not even not even yell at me, just the stress of like knowing that I could screw something up that you would could get in trouble or other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That that is it. It is. It's like a constant stress that doesn't leave you. I mean, some people maybe don't experience that. I don't know, but I experienced that even with the like in, even in radio. It was like I had these stresses that I don't have anymore. And now, like you said, I have new stresses. Right, but they're but my own. Different. I can handle them. Like I have to. You handle have them control myself. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think that like because I was I worked at Subway. I was a Hooters cook for a while. <laughs> I was. Wow. I've, I've had I've had like fifteen different stupid jobs, <laughs> along with radio. And when I say stupid jobs, I just mean jobs I didn't care about. It doesn't mean they're they paid the bills. Stupid, yeah, yeah. barely. Uh, but, <laughs> but like the the part that was interesting for me was becoming um, uh, owning my own business just over the past less than a year. I've met so many awesome people, like in this room. Hello. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I'm meeting so many great people, and I'm also learning so much. I'm learning so many new things and so much more information that I don't think I ever would have had the time to learn or I just never would have taken in because I was like, well, my job's done for the day. I can leave and go home. Wait. Oh, my God. And that's, that's, it's, it sounds my louder. Bad. It won't be that loud okay. on the podcast. It just sounds loud. I think um, what you're kind of, you know, touching on is <clears throat> we become lifelong learners. Yeah. And I think that's really important for every aspect of your life when it comes to your health when it comes to your career when it comes to you know finances um just you're going to get so much information from everybody and you always have to say okay i need to dive in and learn more and even if it's your personal interest like for me i'm always trying to learn more when it comes to art because that's going to benefit me later in my business when i want to teach a different type of class or something like that yeah exactly that's the crazy part is like you almost and i didn't even think about this leaving my job but it's like you're almost forcing yourself to learn more Mm -hmm. without even realizing Mm -hmm. it and uh that makes it more fun number one it, you're more attached to it and you're also it, it's almost like whenever I had a job that I knew that I could leave at this certain point in time and I could go home and not do anything um, I guess there was a give and take with that because now I go home and I'm like oh I got all this other stuff That's, I can do yeah. which kind of can drive you crazy you gotta balance it out mm-hmm. uh, but at least I'm inspired and motivated by what I'm doing instead of like oh, day's done I can totally leave that thing that I was doing in the past and never touch it until I go back. We're not hating waking up on Monday morning. Yeah, I love waking up. I see. Mondays are my favorite. Yes, but you see people on Facebook, you know, they're like, God, Sunday, Monday. And I'm thinking, that's so not me. Like, I love my job. I love what I do. Like, my post this morning and I tagged you guys in it. Like, how awesome is this? This is my Monday morning sitting yeah. with you guys just BSing. Like, yeah. that's pretty awesome. And your job would never let you do that. No. Unless you had a really cool boss. I mean, there are situations, I right. guess, where you could but have but a I cool mean, boss. Like, but I mean, like, we all, you know what I mean? This is awesome. Like, yeah. And we're trying to help others. And, you know, so many people, you know, like I know when I walk in, you know, 
to juice or the clay cup like they're kind of my home away from home i enjoy going into those places i enjoy talking to the people and same with our customers we have so many people express how they just love coming into our place you know, and that it's all what you portray. And because you're not miserable. Because no, you like what I you're love doing. my and job. Your employees aren't miserable. Right? Exactly. I uh, walk down to the transportation center down the hill here to pay a parking <laughs> fine. And well, I, that's my life. <laughs> which I told them. I and I, I've had this discussion. Like they I work. Fine? I work out. I There's work no here. exceptions. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like I, I have to go outside every couple of hours, and I move my car, and then I still get a ticket. That's a different subject altogether. Anyway, but I go in and and, and not gonna. And I don't know if the lady listens to the podcast. She probably doesn't, but she seemed rather miserable. And I just thought, like, oh, man, I, I felt bad for a minute because I was irritated, mm-hmm. and I was going to be irritated at her. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad it's not because her fault. She, she doesn't. What does she have to do with it? And also, she's just sitting at a desk all day, and it's just yeah. a bummer of a job. And yeah, it's just sad. a it's a bummer. And I, and then your whole life reflects that. Like yeah, you go home, absolutely. your attitude, everything. I, th- I think <clears throat> that yes, people may not love where they're at right now in their lives, but wherever you're at in that moment is preparing you for what you're going to do next. So absolutely. I think people need to have a, a mental switch and say, okay. Yeah, I don't love my job right now, but what am I learning right now that's going to prepare me for what I really want to do? Yeah. And I think, you know, I've I had 10 jobs leading up to what I do now. No, I did not love every single one of them. But I can literally write down two things from each job that I use every single day now and just different skills like that. And I think people need to have that mental switch. And yeah. that's how those opportunities are going to come around for them to actually do what they really want to do. Yeah. And even if you don't benefit because i benefited nothing from like working at subway I think. <laughs> <laughs> or hooters I you learned I how to make a sandwich yeah, <laughs> not really though <laughs> i was very lazy but um i did everything That's i could to fault. not love do the, the job. Honesty. Yeah. Love the honesty. but it was just a oh it was a torturous job and uh i i learned through having those jobs that i never want to have one of those jobs and right. this is not yeah. knocking anybody because I, I i don't want this to become like a you gotta start you have somewhere. a nine to five job i'm not bashing that because a lot of people can enjoy their nine to five right. job and that's how you make a living and that's fine i think the point is that you have to find some sort of happiness throughout the day in that job if you can do that that's great um but personally for me i never could find any happiness in it i, I mean I, a little here and there but continuously no it just yeah. didn't happen i mean i had an office job for nine months once and I am not an office person. I'm a creative. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, need well, to same be, here, like, yeah. you know, yeah. out and social. But I remember thinking, like, I I really don't want to do this. I, I really don't like this job. And I dreaded it. And I remember thinking, sitting at my desk, okay, I'm not good at being organized, but that's what I'm being forced to learn right now. So until my next opportunity comes up or until I'm ready to make a jump to something else, I'm going to focus on really changing my own habits and learning that. And I think that's what – even even if you're miserable, there's one thing that you can pull out. If, if yeah. it's learning to get along with somebody that you just have different ideas about, you know, that's, there's that's, always something. That's very there's true. There's always something. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky you have that level of self-reflection. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have an ex. A lot of people don't know. Like, they, they yeah. think that whatever it is that they're that's doing it. now, that it is. And well, it might be for them. Well, that's just yeah. it. Like, even, like, look at our, look, look at our story, you know. Two years ago... Who would have thought, like, here we are, one year downtown Altoona, killing it, like, literally. And, I mean, and it's thanks to the support of other small businesses, Mm -hmm. like, you know, working with these girls here. I mean, who doesn't want to be their own boss? 
mm-hmm. you just have to kind of find your passion and what's going to work for you. You anybody can do it. It's like I never say never mm-hmm. because you know we started this with two hundred dollars and here we are. You know. Yeah. I mean, and it just evolved. Yeah, I think the next episode we should talk about that part of it. We should talk about like how we jumped ship. And how we, because and it's you jumped it with, I, I was, yeah. I, I probably shouldn't have quit my job when I did, uh, but I knew that if I stayed another year, I'd lose my mind. I bet right. all those stories are really different, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I bet they're really interesting. It's very, I bet. Because I think that a lot of, a lot of people, you need to hear from other people that it, it, that you didn't do it the right way. If there is a right way, but mm-hmm. you didn't do it like the ideal way. Like you didn't save up fifty thousand right, dollars before no. you jumped. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, that would I, be nice. But right. I, I had like four thousand dollars. That was it. And I was like, like I'm just, oh. I have to do it. Nini wasn't in school, or she's in school, so she wasn't mm-hmm. working. And Max is in preschool, and it was just like, but I have to do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump out of my skin if I don't do it. It's driving me nuts. Um, and you know, I think we should tell those stories next time of how we did that because people need to hear that to understand and even if they just want to transition from the job they're at to another job that they might Mm -hmm. like more not saying they have to own their own business but i think that's important to understand that you can because people get locked in a job and you stay there and we probably all know those people who stay there for 30 years well and not only can but you probably should if your job is making you that miserable miserable and like understand like step back for a minute and look at the effect that it's having like i knew for me that's when it was time to go when my job that i had was finally starting to leak into my household Mm -hmm. and we were fighting and we were bickering and everybody was short-tempered i was like we just had this Mm -hmm. actually with jeremy he just got a new job um he's going to continue to be a nurse but he's leaving the hospital because it was he was dreading going to work yeah and i was like Jeremy, like, you cannot live like that. Like, we have to find you something You're else. You're talking about toxic in your system. Like, that is a toxic thing yeah, in your system. Well, toxic yeah. Toxic environment. And it's mental, I mean, but it manifests into physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, understand, you you literally can have heart attacks from stress. I right. mean, yeah. it's possible. I mean, my, my, my dad had a heart issue because of stress. Yeah, I 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, even, like, some of the other... Um, business owners that I work with, like Aaron from Harlequin Pepper and Lynn Faust, who mm-hmm. I knew you're, you know, like we tried to address all three of those issues, the physical, the nourishment from food, the mental, and, you know, just balance with yoga and, and the emotional, which mm-hmm. Lynn deals with. Like they're all three equally important. Yeah. yeah there's mm-hmm. like four pillars of health. It's like mm-hmm. sleep, nutrition, movement, and stress mm-hmm. and how you deal with all of them and manage them affects and people yeah. act like stress is this necessary evil yeah, I mean, that you have to experience. I mean, there is a certain amount. Of, <laughs> I think stress, I think everything is a, a, a signifier of, like, if you have fear, fear's good. Be, it can be good because then you are pushing yourself in a direction that you've never gone before. So it's scary, but it's a good thing. Stress can be good if it's something that's a, a stressful, like, like exercise is stress. Right. You're putting stress in your body to break it down so it builds itself back up. So I think the idea of looking at it like if I'm doing something – that is currently difficult, but because I'm, I'm doing it because I know later on it'll be easier and make my life easier, that's good. But if you're under, like, constant stress, right. that's just going to rip you apart. Some people, this is the other problem, though, too. A lot of people wear that stress as a badge of honor, you know, and it's yeah. like yeah. They, they hold themselves up to this, like, being this amazing person because they can function under these insane levels of stress. But guess what? Uh, no, you can't. Eventually, mm-hmm. your body is going to say, mm-hmm. 
nope. I was you that know? person. <laughs> I know lots of people. My I, last job, it was everybody. And yeah. that was part right. of why I couldn't do it. Yeah. Climbing the it, corporate ladder. It, it's it's a pride, it was a pride thing. It, it was is. like, I can handle all, I can handle yep, four can jobs at one time. Right. I can do it. I don't need And this help. was before I took the jump to just quit the other things and go with my other business. Um, and yeah, it, it was a pride yeah, issue. It and, definitely and especially I, it for women. It affected my health yep. so much. And I'm just now, this year, I'm taking the time to learn how to have a work-life balance. Yeah. yeah. Well, and our, you know, even our thing is, like, we manage it as a family. It's just, well, okay, yeah. everybody's a little bit stressed. We need we need a vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, right. You know, and hence, like, the trip we just took. Yeah. It was an absolute last you minute. needed it. But we all were just yeah. like, we have got to get out of here yeah. just for a couple of days. Like, that's well, And it. that's just it, too. Like, you know, I take a look at, like, you know, I'm a business owner with my husband. I'm a mom. I'm a grandmother. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a lot of things I'm juggling. And yeah. that was kind of like my New Year thing. Like, if I don't start taking better care of myself, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I have customers. You know, I have kids. I have grandkids. Like, I have to... You know, not be Wonder Woman or anything, but I need to start, you know, just kind of taking better care of me. I know, but I think admitting, like, doing that makes you Wonder <clears throat> Woman in itself because right. so many women, I think it takes, like, a, I think it takes more courage to realize that you can't handle it all. And Absolutely. it's okay to say no, and it's yeah. okay to ask for help. It's a humility it thing. It yeah. is. And, and that was a, that was part of what I had to try to embrace yeah. this year, even with my husband. It's just like, look, this year, finally, I'm just going to, like, I felt like I had to prove stuff to people all right. the time. One, because I'm a girl. Yeah. You know, my last job, I was in this situation where it was like, I was constantly fighting an uphill battle because I was one of the only, like, super successful girls in my position. And I was constantly dealing with that. And it's just like... Always, always. FYI, women are taking over downtown Altoona. They really are. That's true. <laughs> they are taking over. Seriously. But it's, I think it's I think it's a lot of, I mean, one, I see kind of a, a people, an exodus in general from like corporate jobs, mm -hmm. but I notice a lot of women trying yeah. to get. Well, and the thing what is, do you too. Think the, what do you think the reason is? I think we're sick of putting up with. Um, the man. No, the no. Man. And it's not even that. That's a whole other issue. <laughs> but I do think that. Like, I will say from my last job and even this job, the people that I recognize as, as the, the hardest workers and the best employees typically are working moms. Yeah. I mean, it just is because, like, even if, like, even, so I'm going to use Wendy at the juice bar as an example. She was a stay-at-home mom for 23 years, and the juice bar is her first job that she's had since kids have been old enough that she can leave the house. She is a machine. Right, right? ready. But it's just because for 23 years, she managed three lives. If you're a stay-at-home yeah. mom, yeah, I mean, that, that is, is just yeah. like... There's no harder... And that, there is no harder yeah. job I believe that. that fully. Being a stay-at-home parent in general is the hardest job you, you could possibly have. And you have a taste of that, oh, too. it's stressful. It is so hard. Because, I mean, you love your kid, but at the same time, you, like, you're crawling out of your skin because... <laughs> You need real adult communication yeah. at times. Yeah. Like playing with a three-year-old's fun until it's like I can only play action figures, pretending they're going right. on Halloween trips every day. Yeah, like they're going trick or treating every day for so long before I'm like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to just turn the TV on. Yeah, right. And, right. and walk away. 
Um, so it's a yeah, it's a, it's a it's a battle. You need balance. Yeah, like you yeah. can't just but, live that life. But in that on that note, I think women have started to recognize that in themselves that mm-hmm. it's just like, oh man, we we can, we can do, do this. this. Like yeah. I don't need somebody to tell me what to do every right. day. Like I can go out and do it on my own. But then right. the battle was like, okay, I don't need anybody to tell me what to do ever. Right. <laughs> right. So now it's raining that back in a little bit. Right. Like with my situation, like my husband, like he's totally behind the scenes. Like I'm the face of trade secrets. He wants nothing to do with. It. He just wants to make products. That's it. You know, like most guys, it's I think. It's good to have would, somebody like that. Right. But I think, like, you know, that's our balance. Because, like, I think in a lot, like, if maybe a situation like ours, you know, because men, like, you know, if they want to be dominating and, you know, they're like, they don't want the woman to take credit, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know. But Andy's like, hey, whatever. Let me yeah. just make soap all day. Well, that's <laughs> Even John was like, would you mind being the face for the pizza place? And I'm like, dude, I don't even want to do the face of juice. Like, <laughs> you are everyone's going to think me. that Rob owns the pizza place. Hey, yeah. you guys want to have me take That's it on. Right. I'll be the spokesperson. You can yeah. put me on the side for that. It was just funny. But listen, we, we do have to wrap this up. Okay. Um, so let's, uh, I guess, throw out your, you know, how they can find you. Location, social media, that sort of stuff. So people okay. can get a hold of you. Well, trade secrets. We do have a Facebook page. We also have an Instagram page. Um, not exactly. Do you know sure. what they are? I don't Wait, know. I had them written down. <laughs> Listen, we've been through this. With my By the Instagram. way, you're all, you're all podcast sponsors, yeah, so we're we not. Are. I'm not going to do the typical sponsor podcast thing on this episode since you're already here. We're here. We basically we're did an, an hour long podcast sponsor. Um, <laughs> so trade secrets. You can find them on uh, Facebook Secrets and Trade and Instagram Trade Secrets underscore Skincare. There you go. Yeah. And we are located uh, 1223 13th Avenue, downtown Altoona. Biggest landmarks to find us. We're in between the cathedral and Tom and Joe's restaurant. Same side of the street. So if you can't find us, we have a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Call the Sarah. Star. Um, for the Clay Cup, we are located at 1304 11th Avenue in downtown Altoona. I'm right down from the post office. Um, and Instagram is probably my primary social media uh, outlet. And it's just um, at the Clay Cup all one word and then facebook is facebook backslash the clay cup and then we do have a website uh the clay coffee very nice well done all right ben. um so juice currently is located at 517 allegheny street we are in holidaysburg we will be opening up a second location here in Altoona. I don't know our address yet. <laughs> downtown altoona it's not hard yeah, to on 11th avenue 11th avenue across the street from uh, it's a heritage bold. plaza. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, is it? It is. We're kind of across on Are the corner. Across old, from Sullivan Shoes yes. Building. Old yeah. Shirley Shoes. Yes. Um, we are on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is at the Juice Bar. And I also have a, a personal um, Juice Bar Instagram. It's mm-hmm. at juice underscore guru. Juice is J-O-O-S in case people don't know that. <laughs> it's always good to yeah. mention. Facebook is also um, at the Juice Bar. And as for me, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. And you can find me at robzradio.com. By the way, if anybody out there listening, uh, local businesses or anybody who owns a business, really, if you want to be a part of this podcast, I think this is fun. Like, it's yeah. so fun. It's a cool like roundtable that I think uh, the area or really any area could could benefit from. So if you're interested in being a part of it, um, I could add you to the list. We're not going to break this up. But this, I think we have a good We have a good click going on. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, <laughs> but if you want to be involved, you can hit me up on 
uh, any of those platforms, or you can call eight seven or eight one four seven nine nine. I'm looking at a piece of paper that doesn't have any of my information on it. So oh, why am I nice. eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four? Anything else you want to say before we go? It was awesome, yeah. guys. Yeah, Can't time. wait till next time. Let's do a group bye. One, two, three. Bye. bye. That was so much fun, and uh, as you can tell, we all had a great time. All fun had by everybody in the studio, uh, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, locally, and even if you're not local and you uh, want to understand how to run a local business and how to you know, operate on your own, this episode, uh, hopefully, along with a lot of nutritional and health information, hopefully gave you an insight into what it's like to have your own business and the mindset that it takes and uh, the struggle that it can be, but also the freedom that it brings Thank you to Jen. Thank you to Sarah. Thank you to Steph. And thank you also to Harlequin Pepper Yoga. I got to mention Harlequin Pepper Yoga because she's the one, Erin's the one podcast sponsor not on this episode, but she's going to have an episode coming up very soon. So make sure you check on the episode list for that one uh, with Harlequin Pepper Yoga and Erin Myers. It's 320 Allegheny Street, Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania at Harlequin Pepper Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find her in the App Store and Google Play. 814-931-9815. I really hope you enjoyed that because that was a blast. And it was, you know, I I think it's a cool thing because uh, local business is thriving right now. Social media helps local business thrive. You heard the whole conversation we had. So if you're a a local business owner or just a business owner in general and you want to be a part of a brainstorm think tank podcast like this, just reach out to me. Like I, I said, I'll say it again. Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z. Yo, thank you, Zebras. Thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate you and supporting this podcast. I love you very much, and I will talk to everyone next time. Later. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is this a good Hello? So if you want can to. Can you hear me now? You can take the mic off. We talk off about sweaty s- balls. <laughs> Are we recording? Because I hope so. Yep, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm on that SNL skit. You sound like you're on the SNL skit. Yeah. Talk about sweaty balls. Um, yes. Sweaty balls. Sweaty, sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Check one. This makes our voices sound so professional. <laughs>